In this episode, I'm going to touch on saying no as far as scheduling goes, and I'm really excited to talk about this further. So this should be a good one. I am super excited for you to listen. Welcome to the Up In My Business podcast with me, Lex Lancaster, where you'll get an inside look at all things tech, business, and my life as a physical therapist turned digital operations expert. You'll hear all about my lessons as a business owner, the ins and outs of tech for your business, and more. From SEO, websites, and email marketing to automations, launches, and copywriting, I've got you. I'm so excited you're here. Let's dive in. As always, before we get started, I need to talk about Up In My Business's sponsor, Jane. Jane is an all-in-one practice management software with features like online booking, scheduling, documentation, and a PCI-compliant payment solution. The time that you spend with your patients and clients is valuable, and filling out forms during their appointment can quickly take away time from your session, which we all know how that feels. That's why the team at Jane has designed online intake forms that your patients can complete from the comfort of their own homes before they come to their session. And it also helps them remember to fill out their forms. Jane will have email reminders that are sent to the patient automatically before their appointment. This means that they arrive ready to start their appointment and you can arrive ready to help. There's nothing better than when a patient comes in and all their intake paperwork is complete. I mean, If you are a treating clinician, you know exactly what I mean. Jane's online intake forms are fully customizable to ensure you're collecting everything you need ahead of time, whether that's a credit card on file, that is key, insurance billing details, or signed consent. You can build your intake forms from scratch or use a template from Jane's template library, which is amazing, by the way, and customize it further to meet your practice needs. If you're interested in learning more, head to jane.app slash guide, or you can use the code LEX1MO at sign up to receive a one month grace period on your new account. Again, that's Lex1MO at checkout. Okay, welcome back to another episode of Up In My Business. I am super excited to welcome you back if you are a previous listener and welcome to the podcast if you are a first time listener. I always start these podcasts off with a quick life update, business update, and then we go into the episode. Today, we're really going to be blending those business and episode stuff. So We'll dive in. I'm excited to, to record this. I have a specific topic that I'm going to be talking about just because it hit really well on threads. And I, it sounds like I'm like, I got a million likes. That's not what I'm talking about, but I will talk more into that in a second. But I want to just go over it because I feel like it's something that I used to struggle with. And if you are struggling with it, I want to let you know like there is another way. So Without further ado, life updates. We are going to Las Vegas in this weekend. So Saturday to Monday. That's why I'm recording this episode. It's currently Friday. Just finished playing volleyball. Going to be missing volleyball this weekend, unfortunately. I really don't like missing Sunday because it's the big day. And also it's just like the Sunday thing, like the cookie, the coffee. Always nice to have the traditions and, you know, just the regular schedule. And I talked about that a couple of times now, like the regular schedule's here. We're doing the regular schedule. I have no life updates because it's the schedule. Um, So yeah, a little bit bummed about that. Moose gets to go see her um, dog sitter, which she had a grand old time. My only issue is that I did not get her a Halloween costume because we won't be, well, we will be home. So maybe I will like Amazon one, but regardless, I have a feeling they're going to be bringing her around the town like they did last time. It was so sweet. There was like a little festival going on and 
the mom, the owner and the daughter brought moose around to like this local festival and it was the cutest thing. And I got pictures the entire time. It was great. So I think things will be a-okay with that. Moose loves going. So dropping her off there on Saturday and then we're headed out. But that's really like all the life updates. Life's just been really busy this past these past two weeks just with uh, multiple launches and we already talked about that on Monday or I say on Monday last episode we talked about the multiple launches and just life being busy but things are good things are great Um, planning to travel home for the holidays which is super exciting Um, but yeah so just life is life and it's been really really good really happy etc so I think that's really all I got for you on the whole life thing. I do want to say I did end up getting, if you follow me on Instagram, I was looking for a plant for my office, a fake plant, of course, but I found a fake traveler's palm. So not a palm tree, but a traveler's palm. And it's now in the corner of my office and it looks really good in my Zoom background. So if you find me on Zoom and you join me for a call on Zoom, you will see it. But it is, it's great. I love having the the fake palm tree in my background. It was just really hard because I wanted a really cool zoom background and I had one at my previous house and I couldn't get one here because it's a closet behind me. So the closet's really nice. It's white. So it matches very well. It's very, you know, plain. So that wasn't a a problem, but it felt really off balance because my desk is in the middle of the windows and the closet is not, I'm looking at it. The closet's not in the middle of the wall. It's actually shifted to the, if I'm looking at it, to the right and behind me, it's to the left. So needed to fill the space in the corner. I found a fake plant. Here we are. All right. Thank you for joining me for that talk. Um, so yeah, business updates, finished the Electromind launch and we invited nine people to be part of the first round of Lextromine. And it's going to be fucking awesome. Like we are so excited. We went through the applications last Sunday. And yes, it was, I previously mentioned this on the last episode, but super excited for this. Shantae and I are going to be running this for nine months. And I am just so excited to get these lovely people set up on the tech and business coaching side so that they can launch their first digital product. Just really, really excited for this crew and really excited to run it with Shantae just because we work super well together and we're just so confident that these people are going to crush it. So really pumped for that. And I am at the end of my waitlist launch for SEO school. It is going fantastic. Thank you so much if you have registered. I'm super pumped for this round. I have a list of things that I'm going to be recording for some modules just because I want to keep adding content. It's just super valuable stuff that I want to make sure I add. So really working hard on SEO school tomorrow, Monday. So when you are listening to this, it will be open to the public for registration I am anticipating at this very moment, I believe we are, I'm limiting it. I haven't checked in probably a couple hours, but uh, it's the last day to register for the wait list. So I anticipate some people registering today just because that's the way it goes. Um, The last minute Lucy's, if you will. So just thinking we will probably have maybe 10 seats left. So if you're waiting for the public launch, if you are hearing this, it's open because it's Monday. So you, if you're on my email list, you got an email. I will put the link to register in the show notes, but SEO school is open for registration until Friday when registration will close. And then SEO school will open and the course will officially start, if you will, that 
November 6th, Monday. Um, I'm doing a bonus call for just an intro call, if you will, to bring people in, corral them, if you will, corral the new people and you know, give you a pumped up. I, I know that SEO is like, uh, it's SEO, it's tech. Like I'm not teaching you, you know, how to do jumping jacks and handstands. I'm teaching you how to do tech stuff that is actually pretty cool once you start to get some results and see it working. So yeah, just super excited. So that is open for registration Monday through Friday. And if you're not sure if SEO school is for you, please check out the sales page. I put so much effort into making sure like this is who it's for. This is what you're going to get out of it. And these are the results you can expect. So check out the sales page. If you have questions, please let me know. Like I'm totally here to answer those. All right. I think that's really the biggest. Those are the business updates for you. I don't really have anything else. Um that's going on other than I am officially booking into January and February of next year. So if you're wanting to work with me in an extended capacity, meaning a do it in a day or uh, what I like to call like an extended project. So it's not a one-off call. It's going to be January, February, March. Like I am fully booking into next year. So please get on my discovery call list or shoot me an email and we can figure out like what makes sense for you. So Without further ado, and I'm laughing because booking a discovery call, that's going to be what I'm talking about here. So I, this episode is not going to be like a a tech tip SEO. It's going to be general business ownership, if you will. And I will say that the things that I talk about in this episode, I have learned by learning from and watching, being coached, watching Emma Jack and Shantae and also Jill too. So Jill Coleman, I admire those three humans so much and how they conduct themselves within their business, how they are essentially very much so true to themselves. They are very stringent with how they do things and are they have very specific protocols and methods for how they give their time to people. And I admire how they do things. So what I have learned is because I have had issues with this in the past and I have been the person who said yes too many times and not enough no's. And by watching others and by learning from them, I have then developed the skills and what I'm going to talk about to you now. I say this because I do not want you to hear this podcast episode and say, Lex told me X, Y, and Z. And you know, Lex is she knows what she's talking about. I learned this from these those three humans. So between those three, I've then been able to act on that. But I do want to give credit where credit is due. This is not something that I woke up one day and I said, you know what? Let's put this out there and make sure everyone knows. Like this is something, this is a skill that I've developed because I have watched and learned from other people. So let's jump in. I was... I was getting multiple emails and multiple DMs from people, and I love when people ask questions. So I was getting multiple DMs and emails about people saying that the times that I have on my scheduler for a discovery call don't work for them, and would I meet somewhere some a different time? So I was getting, I, I don't think I've gotten many of those in the last year, but for whatever reason, quarter four, people tend to have a little bit more urgency. I'm not sure. 
But I got some emails and it was trending upward. Like I have also between then I threaded this quote unquote threaded it a week ago. And from that thread on, like I've gotten more inquiries. So I know it's not like a random thing that's happening. It is just, I don't know what it is, but anyway. So I was getting a lot of people asking me to make time outside of my scheduled time that I have open for calls. Now I'm going to read the thread that I threaded. (laughs) It's so weird. They could have come up with a better name for that, but I digress. And then we'll talk. So I said, I've had a recent uptick in discovery call inquiries that ask me if I have availability outside of the times on my online scheduler. I told each person no, and they all found a time that existed on my scheduler that worked for them. My thoughts. One, I really appreciate their ask. Two, I am grateful that I feel very comfortable saying no. And if I ever want to say yes, I will. And four, yes, I skipped three because of the god dang character count and I deleted number three. Four, set your hours and stick to them. People will figure it out or they won't. Setting that boundary early is important. The reason I want to have a whole podcast episode about this is because I know that people out there are saying yes to things that are outside of their schedule or outside of the hours they want to work or they're giving up a break period to fit another client in. Okay, great. I think that everyone is an adult. You are making that decision. That's on you. Amazing. But there is also another way. And I went a long period of time making exceptions and having Zoom calls every fucking day. And then I was like, I am tired. Zoom actually destroys me. I am, I will not say that I am introverted, but I am definitely more on the introverted side. Like I am burned out. If I have three discovery calls in a row, I literally lay on the floor of my office or sit outside on the floor of the porch, the outdoor space that we have, and just sit there and stare to like make sure I recoup myself. I know that I'm more on the introverted side. I learned that in PT because I was like, I see three patients and I just want to sleep. Like I am exhausted. So I know that I'm on the introverted side. I know that I need to do things in order to make sure that I show up giving 110% in the times that I am scheduled for. Okay. So with that being said, I want to go through each of the thoughts that I had. So Before I do that, I want to say that every month, except for quarter four, I'll do it three months at a time. I'll do October, November, December at the same time. I will schedule out blocks of time that I'm available for calls outside of my existing client work. So I think one of the things that people might not understand is what my schedule looks like or what anybody's schedule looks like, right? We never know if someone has a kid or if someone is taking care of their parent or if someone has a standing nail appointment at two o'clock on a Friday. Like we don't know that. Okay. So that's the one thing I want to make sure that I put out there. Like we have no idea what other people's schedules look like. I think for me, people aren't familiar with my model and how I do things, which is fine. I don't expect anyone to, to know but I have retainer clients. So I have clients that have blocks of time that they book and they pay for each month and it's guaranteed time for them. So those clients are always the first people that I schedule in. I have a maximum amount that I take. And then around those clients, I have hours that I'm available for calls and one-off projects. I only take Zoom calls on Tuesdays and Thursdays. 
So I have determined that if I have Zoom calls Monday through Friday, which I used to do, I cannot show up with 110% every single day. I am zoomed out, if you will. Zoom fatigue is definitely real. And I was not able to give my all to everything. So I have determined Tuesdays and Thursdays are my days to show up live to things. Wednesday nights are also a thing that I'm, I always set aside to show up live because that's time for my group calls. Monday nights, at least once a month, I have my SEO school call. So I have very set hours and I'm on Zoom doing things. And I try to block that time. By block, I mean put it together so that I'm not switching tasks. So I understand that not everyone understands what my schedule looks like or your neighbor's schedule looks like or your best friend's schedule looks like. So I have to, and I know that you likely have to set boundaries around when you're when you're actually working so that you can show up in the times that you are working with 110%. So this is what brought me to this thread. And I want to talk about my thoughts around it one by one and go through why I said what I said. So number one, I really appreciate their ask. And Shantae and I had a really good conversation around this bullet. So one, the reason why I said I appreciate their ask is because I am the first person who learned from Shantae that if you never ask, the answer is always no. So I have asked for a lot of different things to a lot of different people in my life for things that may not have been obvious that are in existence or they weren't advertised or they weren't, you know, out there in the open, I just asked the question like, hey, can I X, Y, and Z? And then they happened to say yes, or they said no. And this is why I'm like, I appreciate the ask. Because if you are asking me, you're, you might not understand, you might just want to know like, hey, is there a chance? Okay, wonderful. I appreciate the ask. When I talked with Shantae, we were going back and forth about, but that's a boundary that you've established for yourself, right? So I've established a boundary of my schedule and I have put that on an online scheduler for a reason. That's when I'm available. If the time doesn't work for you, oh well, like figure it out. So I am, I understand both sides of that. I will say that the more questions I get, because I keep getting them, the more that I get as far as like, can we meet outside of your scheduled time? The more I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, like why I don't understand why this is an ask. So I do think I stray more toward like, this is my boundary. And I'll get into why for bullet number three about setting your hours. So for what it's worth. And I also want to say like, I'm never like, oh my God, I can't believe you asked. That's not where I'm coming from. I'm genuinely trying to figure out how I can better represent myself. So that way it's not very much so like, I don't know, can I just ask her? Can I ask her and see? Like if someone asks, I'm comfortable saying no, which is bullet number two. Like it's fine. But I'm just, I'm also saying if you're going to set your schedule, understand that you might face this. And if you are accepting or declining clients, like you might have to say yes or no to people. Anyway, so number two, I am grateful that I feel very comfortable saying no. And if I ever want to say yes, I will. When I make a decision, if someone asks me a question, my first thing is like, yes, Alexis, you have, I just called myself Alexis. Yes, you have time set aside on your online scheduler for a reason. Those are the times that you're available. Outside of that, I am now making my plate fuller than I like it. How I set up my schedule, how I set up my life, 
my plate is as full as I like it. And I think Molly Galbraith originally had put that up as a Instagram post. And I really like the way that she worded it. Like my plate is as full as I like, like, no, thank you. And it just puts the, the power in yourself, right? You're taking responsibility for what you have put on your, your schedule as open time for other people to take up, right? So by setting that boundary, it is hard to develop a schedule. It's very hard to develop a schedule. If you've ever done it for a PT clinic, you know what I'm talking about. And we'll get, we'll get into that for bullet number three, but it's hard to do that. So for me, whenever someone asks me to do something, whether it's my schedule, like take on a different client, if I'm asked to, you know, schedule a meeting that's outside of my hours, the first thing that I ask myself, and I do not know who I learned this from, whether it was Emma, Shantae, it might've been Laura Jean, Dietitian Values on Instagram. I am not sure who I learned this from, but if I am saying yes to something, I am saying no to something else. So if I were to take a client, and this is a, a, a literal problem solving that I've done in my head, and I do it every time. If someone emails me and says, hey, I know your scheduler starts at 10. Can I meet with you at nine instead? I will ask myself, I will say, okay, if I say yes to this, what does this mean I'm saying no to? For me, I'm saying no to my typical morning routine and I'm saying no to breakfast. Like that is the logistical thing that I'm saying no to. I'm saying no to being in my routine and no to eating. So for me, I'm like, that's a no. And if I decided like, oh, this client is super important to me. This is an existing membership client. They need to talk with me. There are absolutely times that I say, hell yes, let's meet. Hell yes. But for me, it's like if you're booking a discovery call with me, that shows me that you don't have a lot of respect for the time that I have been given or given you to take up, right? But also it's like that seems very urgent to me. And the, the interesting thing for me is like, I book about a week and a half to two weeks out and people are saying like, hey, I want to get on your scheduler, but the next appointment you have is November 7th. And I look at my calendar and I'm like, that's like two weeks away. That's not even a long time. And so that feels really urgent to me. And I'm like, you're urgent to get on my schedule for a discovery call. I am going to go into that discovery call wondering like, are you, do you have an urgent energy? Because throughout this business, I've realized like when you have urgency in your ask and urgency in the jobs that you want done, oftentimes it doesn't make me feel great. And I like when people are like, hey, urgency is not part of this. Like I know that, you know, to you, I don't need an answer in the next hour. Like it's fine. And I think Allison Tenney does a really, really good job with this. You know, she will always, every time I've worked with Allison, she's just like, there's no urgency. There is no rush. And I'm like, thank you, Allison. Like there is a due date. There's a deadline. We know this. But Allison is not like, I'm going to vox you or I'm going to send you an email. Please get back to me within two hours. Like Allison is very much so the most non-urgent person in the world. And I love, love, love getting on a call with her because she always has that energy. And it's, it's just so, so good. Anyway, um, so that's where I'm, I'm at with the whole like, I'm comfortable saying no, because when I think about it and I literally ask myself the question, if I say yes to you, what am I saying no to in my life? And then I say no, or I say yes, depending on what feels good for me. And I think more people should, not, not more people should, I shouldn't say should. I don't want you to should yourself to, should yourself to death. I think it would be advantageous for more people to approach a situation where they are asked, being asked to change something 
so that someone else can do something with you or you know, for you, whatever, what have you, like, how will that actually affect you? And then take ownership of that and say, all right, I know that if I say no to this, if I say yes to this, it's gonna, this is going to happen. And for me, I'm like, I skip breakfast and then I have more calls after you, which means I won't eat until lunch. I quit PT for a reason. If you're a PT and you worked in a crazy clinic, you know that you can barely eat on lunch break. So I'm like, I quit that job. I need to be a better boss to myself. And Rhonda Chamberlain did a really good post on that about being a a good boss to yourself. And, you know, we leave a job most times because of someone who was not a good boss to us. And then we go and we flip the script and we're like, I now own a business and we treat ourselves like shit. And it's like, overschedule yourself. Be tired at the end of the day. Don't have breakfast. Don't have lunch. Work while you're, while you're eating. All of these things I've done. I've done it all because I'm like, I have to work. I have to make money. I get it. We all go through periods. And then when we find, when we figure out, if you will, what makes us feel good and what, how we can show up when we do things that make us feel good and we set ourselves up for success Anything outside of that feels really, really difficult to do because you're like, I know if I say yes to this, I'm going to show up with less energy. What does that mean for me? What does that mean for my client? And it just makes it very easy to say no because you know what a hell yes feels like. And that's just like a long, like I had, I took, I remember contacting Emma. I'm like, Emma, I'm burned out. I am so busy, but I'm so burnt out and I'm so tired. And that's why in the beginning of 2023, I changed my whole schedule. No more Zoom calls Monday through Friday, like only Zoom calls on Tuesday, Thursday. I had a whole meeting with Shantae about it. In the beginning of 2023, I was like, I can't do this anymore. I don't know what to do, but I can't do it. I was like, this is crazy. I feel like I'm just spinning my wheel. I'm in a hamster wheel. And we determined like, okay, this is going to be how we're setting up the schedule from now on. And it works great. So when you know what works for you, doing things outside of what works for you just feels bad. And you get really used to saying no, because you're like, I know that I, you deserve me in my full capacity. And if I show up during this because I said yes, even though it's outside of my norm and what feels good for me, you're not going to get my best. And that's not fair to you. It's not fair to me. So this feels like a, a soapbox, but I do feel like there are people out there who, who, who will love to hear this. So anyway, my next one. Number four, but really number three, set your hours and stick to them because people will figure it out or they won't. So setting that boundary is really important early on. The coolest example that I was given, and it was by Shantae, was that your dentist works like, you know, maybe seven to four, eight to five. They're booking new evaluations into like 2029, literally 2029. And you don't ask your dentist to like change their schedule because it doesn't work for you. You just make it work. It's what exists. I remember I went to a cash-based dentist and he only did new evaluations on Monday morning and Wednesday morning from eight to nine. There were two options and I made one work because I wanted to go to that person. So it's one of those things where it's like you, people make it, people will make it work. They will make your schedule work for them. And if they don't, oh, well, Like they will go to somebody else, right? Because realistically, the people who won't make your schedule work for them and want you to make an exception, they're just not respecting your boundary at the end of the day. And people who are not respecting your boundary at the end of the day, it's like, do we actually want to work with that person? And when you're in the yes phase of business, 
yes, I will work for you. Yes, I will work for you because I need money. You can, it can feel hard to say no, but, um, Shantae and Jill had this in their last episode of business and bullshit. It was like something along the lines of like, just because that money is there, like you will regret saying yes to that client just because you're exchanging money and getting money to work with them. It will just not feel good in the long run. And it doesn't feel good. I've been there. I, and I'm sure you can nod your head and say, yes, like I remember saying yes to this person and it ended up feeling really junky, you know, halfway through or at the end. So for me, I'm like, set your hours. Like that is your boundary. That is something that you're saying. I am willing to give up my time during these specific hours to help you. And when you set that boundary, stick to it because people will figure it out. They will find a time that works for them. And every single person who asked me, can I schedule outside of the times you have available, found a time that worked. And, you know, I could have received the email. I could have received the DMs and say, you know, oh, I'll make an exception for you. I can do that for you. But by doing that, then I would have said no to myself and no to my boundaries that I have previously set. So I think I I truly think that you get it. I truly think that I don't need to beat the horse dead here. My whole point is that this was so well received on threads and it's something that I tr- I do feel like I struggled with a lot in the beginning of my business and when I was working through the idea that like this is my schedule. I am the owner of this business. I can make this happen or not make this happen depending on what I'm what I'm looking for, what I want my day to look like. So, with all of that being said, I really, really hope that if you're not comfortable saying yes, if you're not her no, if you're not comfortable saying no, that you can take this and just implement like, if I say yes to this, I'm saying no to something else. And then implement that as you're making the decisions to whether to say yes or no. And if you aren't at a spot in your business where you can say no to more things, when you get there, do it. Like say no, if it doesn't fit your ideal day, if it doesn't fit what you need. There's nothing more powerful than being like, actually, no, I can't do that. And I truly appreciate every single person who has ever taught me these things and showed up in a way that made this all feel okay. Because I know that it can look so easy from the outside, right? If I'm on Instagram as a human and I'm just in, I'm just taking Instagram in, I'm DMing you, I might not be working. I might, that is work for me. Yes. Like I do post on Instagram for my job, but I might just be consuming content while I'm on the deck and I'm not actually working. And I think that sometimes it's like, oh, she's on Instagram. She must be working. And you know, I'm not, I'm not getting back to emails when I'm on Instagram. And I know that that can feel really confusing and hard. And I have felt that. Like I do feel that sometimes. I'm like this person, I know this person has emailed me, but I'm on Instagram and I'm DMing with them. Like, and I haven't gotten back to their email yet because it hasn't been a couple days or it's been a day. Right. And I know that the people that are in my corner, they're all very understanding. I I love, 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 love everyone who is in my audience and is just so, so kind. So I know that they would never uh, approach it that way, but I do know that there are people who do. So I would love for everyone who is listening and developing these habits just to understand that like there is another way. You don't have to always say yes. You don't have to give up your time if you set a week that looks good. You don't have to, you know, 
change things because other people can't fit your schedule. And the biggest thing is like when we say that and just a thought just came in my head that I'm like, I should say this. So I'm going to say it. The other thing is like when people say they can't make your schedule work for them, oftentimes they're treating. So they're treating, for me at least, they're treating patients and that's their schedule. So their patients are scheduling on their schedule, but you know, they could put a block in their schedule if they needed to meet with me. And that's what someone said to me. They were like, you know, typically I'm treating during these times. Are you able to meet at a different time? And I had said no to them. And then all they did was schedule a couple weeks out. They put a block in their schedule and that's when they're meeting with me. And it's like, that me, that that's amazing. Thank you so much. Because I understand like the other person who is asking you to take time out of your day or change the times that you're available is not doing the same on their end. And that feels like an unequal transaction. And I understand like we need to make sure that we are being fair to one another. We need to make sure that we are both equally contributing to this you know, potential relationship. But it's like also understand that we all have our own boundaries and we all decide whether or not we want to say yes or no. And if my schedule doesn't work, it's okay to me if someone says, I can't take a time, I can't take the time off. I guess we can't work together. Like it's okay with me. And I also will say like, I do make an exception when it feels good for me. So if I say, like I said, I'm saying no to something else. If I say yes to this, if I, if the something I'm saying no to is, you know, a 30 minute walk with Moose as opposed to a 45 minute walk. Cool. Like I can do that. So I just think that it's really important to understand like there is there are other ways to do things. And when you set your schedule, it's hard and it can feel really difficult at first to stick to your schedule and say, no, I can't do that. But when you feel really comfortable saying no, you're able to show up and give 110% to every single person that is finding the time that's on your schedule or allowing you to operate within your typical work schedule. And it just feels good. It feels good. And other people appreciate it too. Because like I said, people want you to give the 110%. And if you say no, because you know that you're not going to be able to show up with 110% for that person, people are appreciative. They know that. They're like, oh, I get it. I understand. You don't want to work at 8 p.m. on a Friday because it's a good time zone or it's a good time exchange for me. Great. I'm so glad that your brain is shut off then. I'd rather see you when your brain is on. So people understand. And I think that everyone is, I am told, we talk about this all the time. Everyone's just doing the best they can for themselves at any given moment and understanding where they're coming from, understanding the, the challenges that they have, understanding the needs that everyone else has. We all just want to show up and give 110%. So, all right. I think I've beat the horse dead here, but just want to say like, I am extremely appreciative. I am so, so grateful that everyone, you know, I have ever had an exchange with understands the value of all the things I'm saying here. And if you felt like this resonated for you, if it felt really good to hear, hear that, I would love to know, please feel free to DM me. As always, if you have topic requests for the podcast, I'd love to hear them. Just DM me. You can email me, whatever works. And I think the next episode is going to be about um, switching from different website platforms based on recommendations you receive from others. I I haven't decided how I'm going to address it, but I think that's what our next episode is going to be. If not, it might be something else, but we'll see. We will see. All right, friends. 
without further ado, I'm going to head out. I am going to get this episode all scheduled out for you. So you will hear it on Monday. Heading to Vegas this weekend. I still have to pack. Leaving tomorrow. It's just the way it goes. And I am super, super grateful that you chose to listen to this podcast on your Monday or your Tuesday, whatever day you are listening. And I will catch you next time. 